Welcome to First 15, and thanks for giving your first 15 minutes of the day to God while responding to His Word in a personal way. Today, we're going to catch a glimpse of heaven and hear God's voice speak to us. My name is Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. Though I've never been to heaven, I've meditated a number of times on the scripture we're going to hear from today, and if you're attentive, these first 15 minutes could alter the way you see the rest of the day, and even more. I encourage you to follow us on Spotify or subscribe on iTunes. You can also download each episode on your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss a single one. Share it with a friend so they can start their day right too. We're taking a journey to heaven via the vision that John shared in Revelation 4. Yes, heaven. Hold that thought for a second. On verse 15, we follow a four-step process where you listen to God's word, engage and meditate on a personal level, then pray your response back to God. The fourth step is to apply the truth of God's message beyond these first 15 minutes in the rest of your life today. You can download the full process from episode 1 at podcast.wordofprayer.com where you can also get a help sheet for the four-step process that you can keep close for reference. In season one, we're demonstrating that all parts of scripture, Psalms for sure, but also law, prophecy, gospel, letters, and even apocalyptic are useful for hearing God speak, meditating, and responding to him. Today, we turn to the last book of the Bible, Revelation, also known as the Apocalypse. It is a unique type of literature in the New Testament, appropriately called apocalyptic, because it deals with visions, signs, and messages that dramatize the clash between good and evil. It also points to a great confrontation at the end of time. Some parts of the Old Testament are also apocalyptic and are very similar to Revelation. I'm talking about Ezekiel, Daniel, Zechariah, and parts of other prophetic books as well. In an earlier episode this season, we looked at Luke 21, which also had Jesus speaking about events in the near future, including the fall of the Jerusalem temple. That part of the Gospels is the one part of the New Testament most similar to what we encounter in the 22 chapters of Revelation. The truth is, Nothing quite prepares you for what you read in Revelation. The first chapter starts like a letter that John writes from exile on the small island of Patmos. It's off the coast of modern-day Turkey, not far from Ephesus. In it, he describes a vision that he has of the risen Jesus, which reminds us of parts of Daniel. In chapters 2 and 3, we encounter letters sent to seven churches in Asia that John, speaking prophetic words from Jesus to the churches, has a lot of things to say to these early believers in the first century. Then we move from our circuit tour of the seven churches here on earth to a view of heaven in chapter 4. Now, Listen to God's word. After these things, I looked, 
and I saw a door opened in heaven. And the first voice that I heard, like a trumpet speaking with me, was saying, Come up here, and I will show you the things which must happen after this. Immediately I was in the Spirit. Behold, there was a throne set in heaven, and one sitting on the throne that looked like a jasper stone and a carnelian. There was a rainbow around the throne, glowing like an emerald. Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and on the thrones were twenty-four elders sitting, dressed in white garments with crowns of gold on their heads. Out of the throne proceed lightnings, rumblings, and thunder. There were seven lamps of fire burning before his throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne was something like a sea of glass, similar to crystal. In the middle of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures, full of eyes before and behind. The first creature was like a lion, and the second creature like a calf, and the third creature had a face like a man, and the fourth was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each one of them having six wings, are full of eyes around and within. They have no rest day and night, and they're saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. When the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne, to him who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and throw their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, the Holy One, to receive the glory, the honor, and the power. For you created all things, and because of your desire, they existed and were created. Wow, that's a lot to take in. It's wholly appropriate to pause this right now and just worship God seated on the throne. If you feel led that way, just do that. Just pause this podcast and just worship God in His holiness. There's a lot of imagery and symbolism, and we won't try to interpret all of the individual images. But I will start by saying we can simplify this and break it down a little. The throne is clearly at the center of it all. And just like Isaiah, seven or eight centuries earlier, has a vision of a throne in the Jerusalem temple, well, the throne here in Revelation 4 represents God reigning. He sits enthroned in heaven, firmly in charge of all that happens here on earth. Everything else described in Revelation 4 is put in context by its relationship with the throne. The throne is the center of attention, and everything else orbits around it. Just like in Isaiah chapter 6, there are also living creatures, and they cry out, 
holy, holy, holy. Now the description of heaven given here is not meant to be literal. John struggles to use human language in such a way that we can just catch a glimpse of the spiritual reality he saw. He is not writing to please our eyes or satisfy our minds, which have a gazillion questions about heaven and all the details. He hopes, in fact, to capture our hearts. We ask questions like, what goes on in heaven? Or we wonder, what will we do in heaven? Well, John's answer comes in the form of another visual image. There are 24 elders dressed in white and wearing golden crowns. Who are they? Most likely, the leaders of God's people. Twelve of them, leaders of the tribes of Israel, who received the blessings of the first covenant in the days of Moses and Joshua. And twelve of them, apostles of the church, who received the gospel and the blessings of the new covenant that Jesus brought about. Together, these 24 elders, leaders of God's people, cast their crowns before God's throne and they worship God. So our leaders, the leaders of the people of God, by example, show us what we are going to be doing. They worship. They cry, worthy to receive honor and glory and power, creator over all. Why don't you join me now as we take this passage, this word from God, and turn it back to him in a word of prayer. God, holy and worthy, righteous and loving are you. I worship and thank you for revealing this to us. Thank you for showing us the truth for creating us, God Almighty. All creation bows to you, and so do I. I bless your holy name. Amen. We are made for worship. That's the reason we were created. We fulfill our purpose when we give genuine glory and honor to him who sits on the throne. And there are many competitors for our attention for our service and our devotion. Powerful, attractive, seductive idols, yet ultimately monstrous and hell-bent on evil and destruction. That's what the rest of the book of Revelation shows us, that the systems of this world, the rulers of this world, the powers that be, are actually competing for our devotion, for our worship, for our life force given over to them. Today, you're going to serve somebody. The real question is, who? Meditate on that and let your life be your answer today. Today's episode is brought to you by Journey with Jesus, learning to pray through Matthew's Gospel available on Amazon or from the link in the show notes. We hope you'll share this podcast with a friend. Remember to follow on Spotify or subscribe in iTunes. Thanks for listening.